I never dreamed that I would have to face the prospect of not living in the United States of America, at least not the one I've known all my life. I've never wished to live anywhere else. This is my home, and I was privileged to be born here. But today I woke up, and as I had my morning coffee, I realized that everything is about to change. No matter how I vote, no matter what, I say something evil has invaded our nation, and our lives are never going to be the same. I've been confused by the hostility of family and friends. I look at people I've known all my life, so hate-filled that they agree with opinions they would never express as their own. I think I may have, well, entered the twilight zone. We've become a nation that has lost its collective mind. You can't justify this insanity. If a guy pretends to be a woman, you're required to pretend with him. Somehow, it's un-American for the census to count how many Americans are in America. Russians influencing our elections are bad, but illegals voting in our elections are good. It was cool for Joe Biden to blackmail the president of Ukraine, but it's an impeachable offense if Donald Trump inquires about it. 20 is too young to drink a beer, but 18 is old enough to vote. People who have never owned slaves should pay slavery reparations to people who have never been slaves. People who have never been to college should pay the debts of college students who took out huge loans for their degrees. Immigrants with tuberculosis and polio are welcome, but you better be able to prove your dog is vaccinated. Irish doctors and German engineers who want to immigrate to the U.S. must go through a rigorous vetting process, but any illiterate gangbangers who jump the southern fence are welcome. Five billion dollars for border security is too expensive, but 1.5 trillion for free health care is not. If you cheat to get into college, you go to prison, but if you cheat to get into the country, you go to college for free. People who say there is no such thing as gender are demanding a female president. We see other countries going socialist and collapsing, but it seems like a great plan to us. Some people are held responsible for things that happened before they were born, and other people are not held responsible for what they're doing right now. Criminals are caught and released to hurt more people, but stopping them is bad because it's a violation of their rights. And pointing out all this hypocrisy somehow makes us racist. Nothing makes sense anymore. No values, no morals, and no civility. People are dying of a Chinese virus, but it's racist to refer to it as Chinese even though it began in China. We're clearly living in an upside-down world where right is wrong and wrong is right, where moral is immoral and immoral is moral, where good is evil and evil is good, where killing murderers is wrong but killing unborn babies is a-okay. Wake up, America. The great unsinkable ship, Titanic America, has hit an iceberg is taking on water and is sinking fast. Speak up. Wow, that's a spicy way to get things moving. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Tommy. I'm Bear. And we are the Unrefined Guys, two guys who know a little bit about a lot of things, don't know a whole lot about one particular topic. I apologize in advance. I sound like crap. <laughs> you sound better than I did. That is factually true. Uh, <laughs> however, I I now understand why you looked so miserable. Yeah, because you were. Yeah, and exactly. I, and I am. <clears throat> yeah, you, you you sound pretty rough. Uh, I, uh, I but not as bad as. No, I don't sound as bad as you did last week. Let's hope I, you don't uh, get that. <laughs> I got to tell you, I, I'm not. I, I didn't sleep well last night. Um, it's hard to sleep when you feel like that. It is. You know, you uh, you get this. Uh, you get the aches. Yeah. You can't moderate your temperature. No. It's it's just it's miserable. But it's it's could be Do you worse. have the coughing fits when you lay down? I get that heavy yeah. that heavy push. Or it feels like you have to yeah. And I find myself trying to restrain myself 
from coughing. Right. Just because it hurts. Yeah. Um, I finally got an expectorant last night so I could, you know, get some productivity out of the coughs, which has helped. But, man. This is going to sound funny for a lot of people, probably even you, as um, I found, you know, everybody would assume that vaping would really suck when you have a cough and you have the upper respiratory mm-hmm. issues. But it actually helped me get stuff out. Well, because it's part moisture, of, right? Well, and, and the propylene glycol that's in, that's not the right word, whatever, that's... The that's, juice. It's in the juice. Is What they use is an expectorant. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So that, it helped me cough and get that shit out of my lungs. I guess that makes when, sense. When I first had the infection, because that's what it was, because when I got it out and I spit it out, oh, yeah, it, it was, was it was like fluorescent yellow, you know? <laughs> it's either uh, an infection or you've got a high intake of vitamin B. <laughs> well, I did take a whole lot of vitamins when I got sick. At when least I got yours the vid, is, you know, so. At least yours was yellow. <laughs> So far, mine's been not yellow. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah, I'm not going to describe it. But yeah. It's bad. Well, um, describing it as flares of yellow, everybody's like, ooh. Uh, well, it, it, if I described it, you'd go with yellow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's bad. Baby poop green? Um, There's been that. There's been some brown. I'm not sure where that came from. Um, Way yeah. down deep is where I came from. There, yeah, no doubt. There's been a couple of them that I thought had a pulse. Right. Yeah, that sucker looked like an alien. Right, I've been oh. there. Yeah, and and the wife, she's got it too, um, but she won't spit it out. I don't want that stuff in my yeah, body. You know gross. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and she gets disgusted when I, I I'm just going to be graphic when I hawk it out and get rid of it. No, that's what you're. That's supposed the whole to do. point. Yeah. I don't want it in my body. That's why you're coughing as hard as right. you are. Is your body's wanting it out? Yeah. So <laughs> I have uh, I've loaded up on uh, cough syrup so that I hopefully won't have a coughing fit while we're doing the show. He might pass out halfway through the show. I might <laughs> just because uh, you know I, I last night I was telling you before we started. Um, I understand fully now in the commercials why the commercials for NyQuil, they take it while they're laying in bed because I took the pill, pills, I took two of them, and uh, I don't remember exactly what time I took them. I just know that about two and a half, three hours later, I woke up right, still laying in the exact same position I was when I took the pills. With my glasses on, my phone in my chest, and I couldn't, you know, you just kind of feel lost in that moment. Like, what the hell happened? Right. Like, I had gotten, you know, maybe I had been accosted by aliens or something. <laughs> and by I, uh, I don't know for sure. My, I mean, my butthole felt fine, so it was right. okay there. Uh, but, yeah. <clears throat> so, we'll get some uh, some some housekeeping out of the way. Uh, if you like what we do here, we want, uh, we, we, we love what we do and we want you to love it too, but we need your support, uh, to continue to fight the culture war. Join our, um, members only. You you can become an official tugger, go to patron.podbean.com forward slash unrestrained, become a member. We've got three different tiers of membership that you can be part of. Um, one of the big uh, benefits of being a member is you will get access to all the shows with the exception of the midweek tug yep. you'll get access the day before so you'll be uh, ahead of all of our other tuggers tuggers because you're an official tugger yep. so again patron.podbean.com forward slash unrestrained become a member today please yes that's it that's it that's all that's all we got yeah <laughs> that lady it's interesting uh, the sound coming in um, uh-huh. that literally popped up on my X feed 
Yeah. About 30 minutes before y'all got here. Oh, okay. And I listened to it and I was like, oh God, <laughs> how fitting to, to talk about what is going on today. Especially after we talked about last week with the um, immigrant crisis. Oh, yeah. Uh, illegal immigrant crisis going on, and 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 she's not wrong. No, not at anything all. she said because, you know, every time that we complain about a certain subject, when I say we, I'm talking about all of the United States. Oh, yeah. There's left and rights that are pissed off about this, <clears throat> that are you know upset that they're coming in and, and getting free shit, and, right. and it's just not fair to the rest of us. And if we talk about it, we're the bad guys. Yeah, we're horrible. Well, we're, it's like we're racist. It's we're, like we had chatted about last week. Right in the, we're giving these these illegals uh, a monthly stipend, yeah, health insurance, all of the transportation, all of it, yeah. but yet Maui's island burns down, and, there, and it's still a bunch of shit going on yeah. over there. And the, well, the government's trying to take over all that property, and they are, um, but they got a one time payment of seven hundred dollars and told suck it up. Give me a freaking break. Yeah, well, and th- that being said, there was uh, a fire here, a Marshall fire here that was right. just as bad as Maui, if not worse, because it took more structures and, right. and, and dis- displaced more people. Was it the, the, I think the loss was somewhere right around a billion dollars, Yeah, bill, it? It was, I think it was over a billion, was but um, nothing. And there's still... There, they, nobody got anything over companies. there. Yeah. I, I mean, the lawsuit against uh, the energy company, right. it looks like they might pay some people. I uh, hope so. But the federal government did do, didn't do anything for him. I don't understand how we as a society have allowed this to happen to a point where we are giving other countries large sums of money. Huge. We are giving yeah. Im- illegal immigrants large sums of money, but our own citizens who are in need, struggling, right. piss off. We, we have homeless in all major cities right. that, you know, that— are American citizens. Absolutely. Veterans, too. Mostly, yeah, I was going to say a good percentage of them are our own veterans. Um, and I understand that there are homeless that want just that's, a, that's what they want. Yeah, they, they want to be a nomad lifestyle. Yeah. Sure. But they're citizens, and they should be getting their statements. And, um, they should be getting some type of... Help? Help, yeah. Yeah. Not a handout, but a hand up. Well, give them, help them to where they're not living on the street right if you know we could do that for a good percentage of them i'm sure that they would find shelter and -hmm. not live on our streets the thing that irritates me is that for instance in chicago and i don't know if this is still going on uh about two weeks ago chicago was spending an exorbitant amount of money to build um two big structures i I don't know what to call them um multi-unit Housing project, yeah, for illegals, yeah, not it, for the homeless, no, for for the illegals. not for the veterans, and that's a similar thing going on here in Denver Metro. Is right, he, you know, he has helped out the mayor, has helped out some homeless, but they're building these these um, temporary cities, is what right. calling it temporary, whatever you want to call them, but they're you know put little houses and tents and stuff in in these properties that they've taken over that were vacant, mm-hmm. and they're building these little communities, um, but most of them are for. The migrants. There was somewhere I want to say he's was, putting the homeless in like shelters and in hotels, but he's putting the migrants in these little towns. Yeah, see, and that just <laughs> and we as a voting block, as the country, are just letting this happen. Yeah, and it disgusts me because yeah. 
Well, and that's why it's a hot button issue. That's right. why um, some people that are running are using that to run on. Many of them aren't talking about it at all. No, I know. Because they don't want to address it. This is where we've talked about before. It's purposeful. This isn't, oh, we're, oops. Yeah. You know, you got Mayorkas who's who's worthless. Worthless. And he can't secure the border. It's been opened. The estimates are anywhere from 4 million to 8 million illegals have crossed over. Just yesterday, there was a, a uh, law enforcement camera on a, a body cam that caught a Middle Eastern male. The law enforcement officer asked who the gentleman was, and the Middle Eastern male said, you don't know me yet, but I promise you, you will. Yeah, that's not what intimidating at all. No. What? Yeah. That's the one that was caught. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, it's funny that you bring that up because, <clears throat> excuse me, when we talk about uh, last month, 192 uh, people who were on the terrorist watch list were caught trying to cross the border. That's a lot. 192 is That's a big scary. number. Yeah. How many didn't get caught? Right. Probably double that. Oh, it, or more. Yeah. Because they do that with drugs. Exactly. They do that with drugs all the time. They, they, they send ones that they know they're going to get caught. They mm-hmm. do that on it, – it's what they would call in retail shrinkage. Right. Yeah. You know, it, okay, we're going to lose this much. They know – But we can get this much through yeah. if, if those ones get caught because they're going to be tied up with those ones. And so what's that number when you're talking retail? I think it's 3 to 5 percent, isn't it? It Sometimes more. So if if the cartel's sending over dope yeah, and they expect to lose 3 to 5 percent or more, that's a lot that's still coming over oh, yeah. considering what they're catching when they do catch it. If we look at that in terms yeah. of even humans, if they even if they expect fifteen percent shrinkage, that's still eighty five percent of the drugs coming through. Drugs. Yeah, that's that's a lot of drugs. And if you equate that to humans, yeah, folks that are on a terrorist watch list, people that are coming here for nefarious reasons, what's that number? Like? One hundred ninety two got caught. I'm guaranteeing you that was three hundred or four hundred of them got through. Oh, I, I'm guaranteeing it at least because I've seen the videos of. People that you know aren't from the South America, where this is supposedly coming from, mostly. Mm. They're in. Actually, I saw a video of an uh, uh, independent reporter that was just filming. Right. And he was. He told them, "I'm not stopping you. I'm just interviewing you. On, where are you from?" And um, there was at least 25 of them saying that they were from Iran. Who's one of our biggest? Oh, fuck. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't give you a pucker factor, think back to, to, to 9-11. Yeah. 19 terrorists who were weird. They always are on the FBI's radar. Yeah. They had been in this country for five plus years. Right. How many people are coming here with the sole purpose that they're going to sit idly by. Right. Until they're given the instructions to do yeah, something nefarious. Sleeper cells. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the funny thing is, is I was thinking about the 9-11 thing, and then after what I had to go through for my previous job, um, just to get clearance at the airport, mm. how, how did they get – because I, I, when I was doing the clearance for the, the job, if you were going to a flight training school, you have to go through the same background check. Right. How did they get past the background check? They so didn't <laughs> because it was re- as a result of 9-11 that caused this. No, I, I know. But you still have to go through 
uh, screening. Yes. Even back then. Right. I remember when I was 15, 16, I took several flight lessons. Small time, small little Cessna. Yeah. A regional single airport, engine. single yeah. engine. <clears throat> and I had to go, I had to fill out a ton of paperwork. That was long before 9-11. Right. I had to fill out a ton of paperwork. Well, well, my point is, is even back then, like you said, you had to fill out the paperwork. At some point, if they were, quote unquote, on the FBI's radar, that it should have come across somebody's desk and said, well, right. maybe they shouldn't be trained in, in commercial that, airlines. Yeah, especially that guy who didn't really have any interest in learning how to land a plane. <laughs> I think it was most of them that didn't, wanna, exactly. didn't even go through exactly. that training. They were like, yeah, we don't need that. <laughs> that would have, you know, in, in, in Sherlock Holmes terms, that's a clue. That's a big one. That's a clue. <laughs> you might want to look into that. Well, and that, now because of 9-11, they fucked up our travel and the fact that if you get a one-way ticket, boy, are they watching you. They're, oh, they're, they're going through your, they're, they're checking everything, you know. I, I don't know if this has any bearing on what we do here on this show. We went to Mexico back in uh, the end of October, first part right. of November. When we flew out, we went through TSA. Everything was fine. We flew to Mexico, did our thing. As we were coming back, obviously they don't have quite the security procedures in place. I mean, they're they're there, okay. but they're nothing like TSA. Um, we get screened. We go through. We do our thing. We're sitting at the gate. I get called up. Myself, along with three or four other passengers, get called up to the to the kiosk and told that we were chosen randomly for selective screening. Okay. Now the customs or what? Um, it was their security, whatever Mexico um, in Cancun security is. Airport security. I don't know what they call them there. Um, the the others that were with the, me in this process. All seemed to, you know how you just know people. Yeah. Generally speaking, you can tell who the freedom lovers are. We were freedom lovers. Uh, with the exception of a female, and I'm not saying she wasn't a freedom lover, but she just looked kind of random. Um, but the rest of us were all looking at each other like. We're all fitting a, well, a profile. We are definitely fitting <laughs> a profile. Um, and and I even said to one of the gentlemen there, I said, uh you conservative by chance? And he looked at me and he smiled and he winked and he was like, you too, huh? Oh, jeez. Uh, so, uh, Thanks, Mr. Biden. It, yeah, is it a coincidence that Mexico's now flagging us? Who knows? But they're willing to screw over the American citizens. <clears throat> Meanwhile, let's give these illegals the, the uh, red carpet treatment. Right. And we suffer as a nation. Oh, yeah, we're going to go more and more into debt. For and sure. I have to start questioning, and and this is a little bit of a of a of an off ramp, but it, it it fits. You've got the illegals coming in. You have the World Health Organization pushing to sign a treaty for right. all the countries in the world to sign this treaty that would basically give up your sovereignty as a nation, not just America, all nations. Giving up your sovereignty in the event that the World Health Organization declares a health emergency. I can't pronounce the dude's name, <laughs> who is the president of the of the World Health Organization, but I know he's a veterinarian. Uh, yeah. 
I, I do he's know that. He's not a doctor. Well, I mean, he, well, he is a is. doctor, <laughs> but he's not a, a human doctor. Human doctor. He's an animal doctor. But he and and his minions. To be fair to him, the education and the schooling that he has to do to become an animal doctor. Oh, absolutely. Is just as rough and regular. Well, you've as, got several different anatomies, and just right. instead of just the one. So I agree that yeah. the, the schooling's. I'm not. I'm not bagging on him for being but, a veterinarian. But if. But if you're in charge of humans, you're in charge of humans. It'd be good if you understood yeah. humans. <laughs> uh, regardless, so he and his minions have put together this treaty that. They want nations to give up their sovereignty that when the World Health Organization decides there is a, a, a health emergency, we are going to take over and we have the ability to take away freedom of speech, freedom of uh, assembly. We can shut down your country. We are in control. Yeah. And the Biden administration hasn't negotiated much of that. And it sounds like they're going to sign it. Let's go with that. Oh, if scary. he does, weirdly enough, last week, the World Economic Foundation or whatever that forum, forum WF, the Klaus Schwab dude, yeah, they had their little yearly meeting in Davos, <clears throat> and they're talking about disease X. Yeah. Whatever that might be. It's just a placeholder. Yeah. Are they foreshadowing and telling us what's going to happen that right after this treaty is signed? Yeah, if we sign off on it, then I think they're waiting for countries like, especially the United States, right. to sign off on it so they can spread this or, or, or all of a sudden now there's this this uh, virus running around. And now we're not going to have an election. Now, it, yeah, we're not going to have an election and, and it's uh, one world government. Weird. Which has been threatened for centuries. Well, George W. Bush, George H.W., Second one? Yeah, the first one. First one, yeah. Yeah, Daddy. He was the first one to say it loudly and proudly, like there had been whispers of the New World Order. Yeah. Whispers, but when he came out and said it right before or right after Iraq invaded Kuwait, he said New World Order and nobody flinched. Right. All these conspiracy theories. Yeah. Have suddenly, in, especially in the last five years, have come to pass. It used to be more shadow, more hidden uh, in the last eight years. Well, actually, after, uh, let's just say since 9-11, basically, it's been more and more clear. That yeah, it's in your is, face. This is a thing that, that they want to do. They being whoever, you know, Klaus Schwab, yeah. um, the dickheads at WHO. Um, WEF, WHO, weird how they all have initials. Yeah. and and UN. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Went from three to one or right. two, you know. So it, it it just well ever since the UN was founded, this has been touted because once we put all the countries together, it and you know they were united. Yeah. Then it was easier to control. It blows my mind at the UN how you have the likes of China. Yeah. Who sit? I'm sorry, China, Iran, um, and several others of these countries who have horrendous records when it comes to human rights violations. Yeah. South yeah. Africa. Yeah. yeah. Yet they sit on boards, the and boards for human rights violations. Yeah. And then they point out at America because a, a person gets shot by the police because they did something stupid. And they say, Oh, America's got horrible human rights violations. Shut up. China's got these, this whole Uyghur population yeah. that they are abusing and killing and, and, 
they're enslaved. But China can say that we're violating people's civil rights and human rights. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. You know, you, sorry. Russia's right there saying the same thing, and they're, they've got issues. Here's the weirdest part. I'm starting to think Putin maybe not be the bad guy that we thought he was. <laughs> yeah. I want to be careful here. I want to be clear. He's not a supporter of Vladimir Putin. I'm definitely not. <laughs> but here's a guy who is standing up and pointing out everything that's wrong with America, and he's not wrong. No, yeah, you got a point. You're absolutely right. Again, I, I don't believe in in the things that he's doing no but if he's pointing out that we're fucked up we're fucked up yeah i well i mean i mean yeah where does our fucked up getting where does it start from if we would have just let them negotiate and sat there and helped them negotiate with this uh, ukraine russia situation then we wouldn't have the situation we have in ukraine and russia because they had sat down and had a, a, an agreement, and that got blown up by, uh, what's his name, from Biden's administration. Well, it was Biden and, and was it Boris Yeltsin? Maybe it wasn't Boris Yeltsin. It was somebody from the U.K. and— um, Boris, what's his name from the U.K.? Yeah, they, they blew that negotiations up. I'm trying to remember who it was from here. Was it was it Mayork? Not Mayorkas. It was his uh, secretary it of state, his, whoever it was. Yeah, the secretary of state. I can't remember for the life of me who I that know, is right now. I don't feel bad. <laughs> I don't feel bad at all. If you look at where where does the disease start? Yeah. Or one of the places. I think Adam Carolla spoke fondly and perfectly as to where this all goes. Where it starts? 100%. Let's see if this will work. I don't know if it will. As I as I like think about Sorry it, about that. when I think about stepping uh, political, and we got our Whoopi Goldberg uh, clip somewhere, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But the, the here's the thing about those people, you know, Hollywood Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or whatever, whatever their politics are, you know, their thing is like, look, um, if you don't agree with where we're at politically, then you're out. Like, you got to be punished, okay? So if you're not with us on all things COVID or you're not with us about the border or you're not with us about uh, transing 13-year-old kids or you're not with us about defunding the police or you're not with us about, uh, you know, Joe Biden putting an end to energy independence and stuff. And my thing is, is when have you guys ever been right? And, boy, that's a lot of fucking hubris, right? Like, I would get it if everything worked. You know, defunding the police worked like a charm. Opening yeah. up the border worked like a charm. COVID masks worked like a charm. Mandatory vax worked. If it all just worked and you defied it, then you'd be kind of an asshole. But it's not like they go like, oh, you're probably going to, you're not going to vote for Joe Biden. I'm like, yeah, Joe Biden doesn't do anything. You do understand that your guy isn't effective or doing anything. I mean, Los Angeles in California, you know, arguably the tip of the spear for all their movements. You know, all the showbiz people live in California. They live in Los Angeles. It's turning into a homeless shelter that's fucking falling off a cliff. So there's trash everywhere. There's graffiti everywhere. And the schools don't work. So what is it about your system that works? And then why am I a pariah for not buying into your system that doesn't work? You know what? Exactly. 
I <laughs> don't know. It's a long way to get there, but the last yeah. little bit, he's like, why am I a bad guy for... Everything y'all have been trying. <laughs> right. Everything y'all have been doing. Your mask mandates, you know, we're not to get on off the and... sidewalks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, then they have, what, poopfinder.com? Yep. <laughs> Allowing people to just ransack businesses. Oh, yeah. But then you want to complain and cry that these businesses are racist and and whatever because they're leaving. They're leaving because they're not making any profit. Because you're you're allowing the citizenry to steal from them, and you're not doing anything. Karen's here, and she just gave me that look. Like, <laughs> I got something to say. Hey, what do you got? Uh, speaking of uh, trying to thwart thievery, I uh, just saw a video uh, yesterday. I think it was about a place in. I want to say it's in New York where they are prototyping an anti-theft store where there are no um, no clerks, no tellers, no nothing. Chicago. Chicago maybe Chicago. Um, where you can, how you get, like, the stores now, everything's being locked up because people are just grabbing it and running. Right. So all your stuff, I mean, for years we've already had, you know, razors locked up and your perfumes and all that kind of stuff have been locked Makeup. up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you got to wait forever and ever and ever for someone to come and open that so you can get the product out. I fail to see how that prevents you from stealing it afterwards, but okay. Um, the, uh, <laughs> this prototype, prototype store, they're working on a couple of different things where one is they've still got everything locked up, but now you need your face. They, oh, they, yeah. You, oh, it's wow. a facial recognition. Yeah, you need to scan your face. You scan your this, face yeah. to open up the door and you can get out your product. Hell no. And then well, the I, other that, thing but... is you enter in your social security card. Hell no. Social security number to no. be able to get your product out. No. <laughs> so what, what I was talking about in Chicago, what they've done in a couple of, uh, I don't remember the drugstores, one of the, the national chains, they have a couple of stores where they've taken all the product off the shelf. Yeah. All you have is a picture, and you pull the card out. Just so it's like, like you were, waiting, you know, like you buying Best a, Buy or yeah, wherever, exactly. and they've got the. You pull the card out, take it up to the desk, hand it to the clerk. They ring you up. Mm-hmm. You pay for it. Then they go in the back and pull all of the product. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one yeah. too. But I've I'm, seen the, the one that she's one, talking about is is a it's a Big Brother kind of thing. It is definitely a 1984 what's situation. Amazon's doing something similar. <laughs> yeah. To this. Yeah. To even get in the store, you have to get your fa- your face. Yeah, you have to register to even go in the store. There's some places where that is like the only way places are going to stay in business. China. I don't want to be right a store now, in Chicago. Is using this as we know. China has a social credit score. Yeah. Most of the stores in China, you have to if your credit yeah. score isn't good enough, they won't let you in the store. Yeah. And even if you can get into the store, if your score isn't good enough, you can't purchase anything or purchase certain things. I don't want us to go that direction. No. That's why laws get put in place. Yeah. But then you've got these bleeding heart liberals in California, in the big metro areas. And and here's what people have a hard time getting. California, land-wise, is red as it gets. Oh, yeah. You get out of the major cities. You get out of San Francisco, Sacramento, and Los Angeles. 
Even, you know, I was looking at the map the other day. San Diego is actually red. San Diego is a swing city yeah. in the state it, of California. It, it, I would say purple. It was yeah. more purple than anything else. And even in the in the big, bigger cities, if you will, in the Central Valley in California, they're they're purple. Northern Northern California, yeah, like like Fresno yeah. and Merced and, and and cities like that. They they're, they're purplish, right? You know, they could go either way. Problem is, you have such a concentration of bodies, yeah, in Los Angeles, in in San Francisco, in Oakland that are liberal and mm. that number of people just makes California liberal. Right. I, I it's don't the same remember. with New York. Yeah. I don't remember the numbers, but there's very, f- there's very few Republican representatives in the California legislature. Right. And that's scary. It is because Californians themselves are being they're They're, they're saying it all the time. They're tired of it. Yeah. So they're leaving. The problem is, is when they leave, they go somewhere else, <clears throat> Austin, Colorado, Colorado <laughs> um, you know, wherever it is they're going, yeah. and they take their voting record with them. And they're then, mainly their politics. And yeah. then they can't figure out why the, the city that they moved to, because it wasn't so shitty, has turned shitty. Well, because all of you folks left California for those reasons, yeah, but you're still voting for the same BS. Yeah. Give me a break. You're voting for the stuff that will fund illegal immigrants getting right. health care. You're, you're, you're voting for them to get, to get paid. You're voting for them to go on Medicaid or Medicare. Yep. Um, you're okay with that. Well, I'm okay with helping people Absolutely. that do it legally. I have no problem helping somebody out that comes over that wants to work here and become a citizen here eventually. To I don't have a problem helping them. It's the ones that come right. in and then... You know, you have 25 military-aged men from Iran on this video, and, you know. China. Yeah. Military-aged men. Coming in illegally. Middle Eastern men. South American men. South African men. Yeah. Amnesty, or asylum, I should say, asylum. That's the part that drives me crazy. Typically brings families but we aren't seeing families. Well, you get people like Nikki Haley and uh, and other people from the left saying that these are asylum seekers. That's not some of I don't, them. Some, some of them, I don't doubt that, but they the ones that are actually asylum seekers are going about it the the legal way. They're trying to, yeah. Yeah. You you look at You can't put a whole it is like they were saying somebody was telling me that you can't call them all illegals. No, I can because they're coming in Against the law. That's Uh, illegal. That's the way I can call them illegal immigrants. Nikki Haley was one of those saying, we've got to treat... Look, they are humans. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. And and they should be treated as humans. The problem in lies is that we're going to change the wording and soften the blow so that it doesn't sound so bad. Well, let me tell you something. If somebody kicked my door in right now, they're not undocumented guests. Yeah. They've they've illegally entered my house, and they're probably going to end up being dead illegals <laughs> if they kick my house. Well, if you steal from the store, you're not an undocumented shopper, right? You're you're a shoplifter. Yeah. Why are we? Excuse me. Why are we constantly? I know why. It's it's one of those rhetorical questions. Why does the left constantly change the name? 
because they want to soften the blow and eventually make this. That's why they they do that is they are trying to find a a, f- a phrase, a words, you know, a sentence soft enough where you're like, okay, that doesn't sound so bad. Right. But it's the and, same fucking thing. And, and then just, eventually you just softened it a little bit. Right. Eventually, it's not illegal. It's not bad. We're gonna fix it. Here's the thing that bothers me, and and I'm damn near willing to bet on it. I just might be. Okay. I don't think you can do that on FanDuel. Probably not. <laughs> We've got anywhere from five to eight million illegals that have crossed the border since Joe Biden's took office. Oh yeah. I will. I will bet that come August, September, October. He will figure out a way to push an executive order to grant every single one of them amnesty. Yeah. Reagan did it. Yeah. Bush did it. Yeah. Trump did it. Obama did it. Obama did it. But we've never had numbers like this. No. What does that do if they give them amnesty and push them towards a legal path towards citizenship? Those people are going to say, Joe Biden helped us out. The Democrats helped us. They out. cared about us. They cared about us. Yeah. And so we're going to, to become vote. Democrat or left leaning. And that creates a huge problem because when you have an influx of five to eight million, oh boy. That changes a lot. Changes your dynamic. And where are these people going? Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Chicago, going. New York, Minnesota. Yeah. I was reading an article that before they leave intake, if you will, mm-hmm. after they've you know been processed, they're set up already to get welfare and, and right. the health insurance and all that they're set up they're already all you have to do is go whatever city you're going to and take this paperwork and to your your division of social services and they will just push it through and you'll get your your goods your food stamps your uh, everything you know <clears throat> conservatives have always been not always Mostly always been against illegal immigration. And the left always using it. You know, Chuck Schumer even said it out loud. If we don't have illegals, who's going to pick your vegetables? Well, to be, I'm going to push back a second. Originally, the Republicans were all for illegal immigration because the, the conservatives, the, the, the people that were running the businesses, the, the farms, right. Our conservatives, they wanted cheap, cheap, cheap labor. Mm-hmm. So they wanted all these people coming in. But then they realized that the burden that the, that all these immigrants have put on the nation as a whole financially and said, okay, we got to do something about it. We need so many a year to come through to work on our in our right. fields. And, you know, they came up with a number and that's the number that they wanted. And and then, like you said, when it got when it got to Reagan, Reagan was like, you know, just let him in and right. we'll just give him amnesty. And now it's gotten worse and worse. And to this point, I don't think they're the Democrats or, or Joe Biden's administration are letting them in to work the fields or the hotels or you know the shitty jobs. They're letting them in so that they can win the next forever elections. I would I would add to that because I agree with you in the election piece, but I wonder. Because I'm always the net and the negative guy. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the Biden administration's bringing them in here to crash our economy. Oh, yeah. Right. That's a good point. The economy crashes. The more and more people relying on the government, now we can expand the government. 
that's the Democrat way. Big government, big social programs, big social medicine, big social, you know, handouts. Now, listen, I'm not against SNAP benefits. I'm not against TANF. I'm not against welfare. Right. I want common sense smart. I don't remember who it was, but at one point, you had to, if you were going to get welfare, whatever kind it might be, you had to attend some classes. That was under Clinton. Under Clinton. Yeah. You had to, weird. (laughs) You had to attend some classes. If you got SNAP benefits, you had to attend job trainings. Yes. You had to be able to to show that you were making an effort. Yeah, it was the welfare to work. Yeah, well, well. Yeah, that's what it was well, called. Yeah. yeah, welfare to work. But then, under Obama, that changed. Uh, he dissolved it. Yeah, let's just give it to everybody. Yeah. You know, well, and... not everybody. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's not get racist. <laughs> or classist, because we don't want to do that. Well, I, I remember. Say, you know? <laughs> I remember a time... <clears throat> sorry about this, guys. I remember a time when I had lost a job Mm -hmm. and I swallowed my pride. Yeah. And I Uh, went to same similar situation here. I went to apply for food stamps. Right. Um, and no shit. I was told that we made, uh, $42 too much a month, too much, but there was a waiver for it. I said, great, let's fill out the waiver for it. She said, great, we can. Well, in that waiver, I had to put assets. Because our car was, was too new. valued, it was too new, we couldn't qualify. You gotta be <laughs> See, that's the problem I have. Yeah, because the car was too new. But yet this person over here. Who isn't doing anything. Yeah, well, other than popping out babies every right. month or every year. I mean, and you know. I, I got kicked out of that office because I made a statement similar to that. <laughs> I said, you're telling me that because I try to not use this. You're going to get punished. I'm going to be punished because I am out here trying to work. I am trying to. I just need a little help. Yeah. With the food piece of this so that I can help my family until I can get back up on my feet. But because I try, I can't get it. However, that lady sitting over there who hasn't worked in 10 years, she comes in here every couple of months, fills out new paperwork. She gets everything given to her. Yeah, and gets a boost. And this is why it's difficult for people to get off of that system. Why would I want to give all that up if I go get a job? I don't get the health insurance. I don't get the four, eight, twelve, sixteen hundred dollars in in SNAP benefits. I don't get that cash check of eight or ten or twelve hundred dollars a month. If I try, I lose all of that because if I go get a job, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to get that. Kind yeah, of money. all those benefits will go away. Yeah, I. So why would I? No, yeah, I. It, and there's people that, that that's their attitude. They don't. Well, no, I'll just live off the government. I've talked to people who don't want to. But because of their medical situation, they can't afford health insurance. And if they were to, you know, do things the the, the old-fashioned way, get off your your, your butt and, and drive forward, they would they would lose that benefit of the the Medicaid yeah. that they desperately need. And so it's easier for them to just sit back and say, "Well, no. Well, let's let's 
let's give people an incentive under the Clinton administration to forge a path. Now, part of that does fall into um, corporations and employers needing to say, listen, we've got to make it better for our people to want to work. Yeah. To want to uh, be productive. And let's give them, look, the employer that I work for right now is a great example of this. <clears throat> they pay for every employee's health insurance from day one. Right. Same with my so, my job. They, great. I'm covered. Right. I have to pay extra for the wife. Well, and, and here's the funny part. And that extra is really not that bad. Exactly. So if... Same with my, my my employer. My benefits are automatically there just because I work there. That's it. I get, well, I get health insurance. To give a little credit, and now this, we might want to put this on the calendar, that was in, that was put in during the Affordable Care Act is that eventually every employer would have to cover the employee. I'll give credit where it's due, even though I'm not a fan of the, the, the uh, Affordable yeah, the, Care Act. Yeah, this part of it. Is a nice. It's a great idea. It's nice, and and then that's why they pay the the pay structure has changed mm. because they got to they got to offset the cost of the the insurance. Mm. But I'm totally okay with that because I'm covered, right? You know, and it, for a little bit more a month, I cover the wife. When we live in a country that the number one cause of bankruptcy is health insurance is medical related yeah. costs, right? That's a problem yeah. that nobody wants to tackle, well, just like immigration, yeah. just like abortion, just like gun We're rights. one of the few countries, and I'm, I'm going to put it that way, I think we might be the only country to where the medical profession is not regulated in the cost, right. what, what they charge you. Where in other countries, they, they can only charge you this much for this. You know, They can only charge you, I think it's like $32 for insulin. You know, 35 now. Yeah. Well, I mean, in other countries. Oh, really? Yeah. Here in the States, my brother has a, is a diabetic, and his stuff that he has to get, his insulin, and it's, it comes in those EpiPen-looking right. things, um, they're $900 a piece for one pin. You know, it's funny because under Trump. Yeah, it dropped. He regulated insulin. Mm -hmm. When Biden came into office, he, he, he took that away. Took that away, and then just as, about six or eight months ago, wrote the same thing into policy again to take credit Basically for Basically reactivated what Trump yeah. put in and then claimed it as a victory. Yeah. It's funny that you and the brought same, up. The same thing with the jobs that they do every fucking year. Oh, yeah. Year. You know. <laughs> no, 100%. It's funny you brought up the, the costs because I was reading just last week a an article about a church. I don't remember where it was, but they bought, I think it was $3.5 million of medical debt. Right. For like... Twenty-three or thirty-three thousand dollars, right? Three and a half million dollars of medical debt. They bought it from the hospital for thirty-three-ish thousand. That's what happens when you can't off. when you can't pay your medical bill. They Why? they sell it off to the collection agencies for pennies on the dollar. Why would it be that much? I know for a fact that if you just call the hospital and you put up a little bit of resistance and i'm not talking about a lot no you can get it cut by almost two-thirds i, I every got, time i had a, a situation where i had to have something done and uh, i remember this clearly because they came to me and it was, it was an outrageous amount 
And I'm like, look, I know what it was going to cost me when it happened, but and I thought I could afford it, but I, this happened and this happened in my life, and I started, you know, kind of laying it out there. Well, I, I got emotional, well, and sure. it wasn't on purpose, but I got emotional, and then they're like, "Well, we could do it for this much." Well, why the fuck am I paying this much then if you can do it for that much? <laughs> when our when our medical industry in the United States, which the car sales were like that, right? No <laughs> shit, or house sales, right? <laughs> when our medical industry became for profit. We fucked our country. Oh yeah, we absolutely. That's fucked the our part country. the the Affordable Care Act that it screwed the medical insurance is now you know because they're, they're like he was saying that we would pay less and then it ended up being like triple what we were paying before. He also said we'd keep our doctors, we'd keep our yeah. health insurance. Yeah. None of that happened. No. Well, for most people, it yeah. didn't happen. It it just it it boggles my mind when you to... made them the ones where they could set the prices. That's exactly. Where that's what my complaint is is. is Dentists are one of the only, and then they're still expensive, but they're the one of the only industries that regulate how much everything Closely, costs. Yeah, it's it, on average a you, cap is going to cost. If you're going to go get a tooth pulled at this dentist, it's going to be the same price as that dentist down the or down real the street. close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there might be a difference in anesthesia and stuff like sure. that, you know. But it's relatively the same price. Um, but if Root you go canal is going to be fourteen hundred bucks. And now cosmetic surgery is something that I uh, forgive me um, that I do believe that it should, you know, because there are better doctors that right. do better jobs when it comes to cosmetic surgery. So Amen you man to that you should pay for the better work, just like your tattoo artist. If you go to a cheap tattoo artist, it's not going to be good. You're going to get what you pay for. <laughs> you yep. go to a good tattoo artist, it's not going to be cheap. You right. know, so same with the cosmetic surgery. Now, those ones, I believe that they their their prices could fluctuate. But when it comes to standardized appendix, you know, you're getting your appendix taken out. I think they should run the same price. This is through. funny because I guarantee you we're going to have listeners here. But this is one time, and there are exceptions. That I think the government does need to be involved. I agree. And that's in uh, not necessarily regulating the medical industry, but in in fixing the medical industry. Well, I think in, in, in examples of uh, regulating it, uh, it's one of the least regulated yep. when it comes to some of the other professions. Didn't used to be. Because the most regulated is the job that I've been, I was doing for so many decades mm -hmm. is truck driving. It's overly regulated. It's ridiculously regulated. Well, it's because they can get money out of it. They the can. government can. Well, and the thing is, is they could do that with the other professions yes, if they, they if they do it correctly. Now, I don't think it's fair that I'm limited how much time I can drive, and then I have to sleep this much. But a police officer or a doctor can work sixteen, eighteen, twenty hours, right. and still perform their job. And they they're not forced to sleep a certain amount of time. They they can exactly. take the four hours off after working a twenty hour shift and come back. Mm -hmm. It's funny you bring, you know, how these regulations come to be. For instance, in the state of Colorado, if you want to become a <clears throat> a beautician, a hairdresser, uh, yeah, yeah, hairstyle, nail person, okay. I don't know what they call them, cosmetologist, okay, sixteen hundred hours of training, All right, sixteen hundred. I get it, I guess, but in order to get a cosmetology license in the state of Colorado, it's sixteen hundred hours of training. In order to become a cop in the state of Colorado, it's approximately 760 hours of training. Wow. Now, 
<laughs> when I'm a cosmetologist, <laughs> I think it should be a little higher for the. When cop. I'm a cosmetologist, the worst thing I could do is fuck somebody's hair. Off. Yeah, might maybe cut their finger when you're or cutting maybe their nails cut their or finger. <laughs> All of that stuff's going to grow back yeah, and yeah, heal yeah, pretty yeah. good, right? <laughs> Whereas a cop, yeah, they have the right to take away your liberties, your your constitutional rights, or your life. Yeah. 760, 1600. It's weird. Well, it's funny about that is, is, and I'm okay with this, this new regulation that Colorado's put in to get your CDL in the state of Colorado used to be, you know, you just needed to get your permit Mm -hmm. and then you had to pass uh, the written test. You had to pass the, the other physical test and then you have to pass the drive test. Right. Um, The physical test being the inspection, you know, of the vehicles. Um, Now, you have to put in 180 hours. It has to be broken up between mountain driving, oh. nighttime driving, daytime driving, city driving. Similar to when the kids are getting their permits. Yes. Now they have to yes. have a certain amount of yeah. nighttime hours and daytime and I'm hours. For That's it. a great idea. And no, I'm for it 100%. And, and, and unfortunately, it's dragging out your, your time of having your permit because you only have your, your CDL permit for a, a year. Right. And you have to get your CDL after the year or reapply for another permit, which isn't cheap. Right. Because, you know, your driver's license is like 20, 25, 30 bucks. Something like that, yeah. A, a CDL is closer to 100 bucks. Oh, I thought there were more than that. No, it's no. it's close to 100 bucks. Um, after if and, and if you add on um, endorsements, right. then the prices go up. And especially hazmat, that's a really high one. Um, and, and that's how they, they nickel and dime the trucking industry. Of course. And then, you know, you have to pay for this and that, but... I like the fact that they they realized, especially after the fool coming down the mountain with right. all those people, um, we need to put mountain driving. Uh, 100% because you're gonna, <laughs> if you're driving on the road, you're going to go over the mountains at some point. Right. And it's a totally different environment to drive something that big. Oh, yeah. 85, 90,000 pounds. In some cases, 160. Yeah, yeah. Coming down a mountain. Yeah. Drive past four runaway truck ramps <laughs> and still managed to kill a family yeah. it just blows and, and then once and then anyway i'm not going to get into that whole thing because i i have a definite opinion on it um 100 110 years is what he was originally sentenced with yep uh, that at i that i admit was over a quick, it was too much a quick a quick update for those who might not know just a couple of years ago we had a um a truck driver who was driving. it was national news a lot yeah of it was national news Truck driver was driving I-70 coming eastbound. <clears throat> he was coming down off of the mountain, and he he lost his brakes, yeah. if I recall correctly. Yeah. Um, there were people who had video of him. Blowing he past him. Blowing past him like they were standing still, smoke coming from underneath. It was obvious that there was a problem, but he didn't. He he drove past. I think it was three. He drove past two uh, runaway truck ramps, and then three areas where he could have right. stopped the truck. So, and then he ended up coming into the metro area yeah. and slammed into several vehicles. Those of you who've ever been to Denver knows the traffic here is not great. So the traffic had come to a stop from a previous accident. You know, it was, it was bumper to bumper traffic, and he comes down off the mountain and runs into this stop traffic literally and it caught fire caught other vehicles on fire he i believe jumped into the sleeper of his truck it's in my opinion that's the only way he walks away from this like he did yeah he he 
he bounces out of his vehicle or not out of his vehicle, out of the driver's seat as he's coming up to inevitably wreck into these vehicles. He, um, he jumps into the sleeper Yeah, or he would have died. Yeah. I a hundred percent believe that's what happened. So we literally have breaking news right now. Okay. Um, I don't know what this is going to say, but I'm going to press play and I'll let you do your own, um, your own analysis. We'll talk about this here. Okay, go for it. Let's see if I can make this work. <laughs> Are you plugged in? I am plugged in. Oh, you son of a gun. I got to get my glasses on. That's the <laughs> shitty part about getting old, folks. <laughs> I hate getting old. Uh, you should have seen his face. He was so pissed off that he had to grab his glasses. <laughs> well, shit, it's not going to let me play it. So I'm going to just read this to you. Okay, go ahead. Uh, we everybody who knows knows that we record on Sundays, and it is now Sunday. Oh my goodness! Um, <clears throat> Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announced his decision in a video posted on X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, he has officially suspended his Republican presidential campaign just before the New Hampshire primary, and has officially endorsed Donald Trump, ending a White House bid that failed to meet expectations that he would emerge as a serious challenger to the former president. From Nine News here in Colorado. Um, wow. Okay. I that, that one's coming out of left fieldish. Disagree with his decision. Uh, mm. Now let me be let me be clear. Okay. He had no chance. No, I think that's why he that's why he's dropping out. But he was the number two guy. And um, yeah, uh, <laughs> we can go on that rant for a minute. <laughs> I am fairly certain that the mega donor corporations came to him and said, "Get yeah, out. We're not funding you. We're not going to fund you, and we're going to put all of our eggs in Nikki Haley's basket because Nikki Haley is part of the Uniparty, and if we can get Donald Trump." put in jail we don't have to worry about putting somebody up from the democrats we'll put nikki haley because she's we, basically a democrat anyway well yeah no she is and they don't really have other than joe biden they don't really have anybody else because let's face it joe biden wouldn't win at all We're, oh, let's just yeah. be realistic people there's no way joe's gonna win this one so instead of trying to find somebody last minute if you will yes there's gavin newsom and there's a few others but i think there's enough people that hate gavin newsom that it wouldn't work for him either uh, so they went ahead and put their money into Nikki Hillary to run and to be their person in the White House. Yep. Uh, special shout out to um, Mary for sending us that information. We appreciate that. Um, it's fascinating to look at how this is going to play out. <clears throat> we talked earlier um, very briefly about Iowa. Yeah. Um, where. Trump obviously ran away with it. Ron DeSantis came in a, a distant second. Distant, distant, but he did get 22% or something 21%. like that. And then Nikki Haley came 19, in at like 1918 in third place. <laughs> Tuesday night, Nikki Haley stands on stage. She looked like she, she looked like the cat that just ate the canary. Right. She was very happy about she it. She was super happy. And she says, I'm paraphrasing. The Iowa voters have made it clear that this is a two-person race. Yeah, everybody believed it was. She was saying it was between her and Ron DeSantis, but oh no, no, it, she was saying it was, it was her between, and, and, Trump. and Trump. Well, first and foremost, dumbass, you got third, <laughs> so you're definitely <laughs> not it, right? 
but then she drops, or then Ron DeSantis drops that. And and we talked about this before the show. I don't know if we talked about it during the show because my mind's a little fuzzy. We talked about it, I believe, during no, it was it was before the show because you we were talking, prepping, if you will, and we were you were the one that said that Ron DeSantis is going to probably drop out on Wednesday or Thursday because he canceled he, yeah. all of his. Um, well, Sunday media show. When you said that he he pretty much pulled out of New Hampshire, yeah. I took it as yeah he's he's done. He he I think he's a lot like if it's legit and he's not paid off to drop out, which is what it seems like to me is what it does happened. To me. But if it let's just be hypothetical and let's say he was just sees the writing on the wall and knows that he doesn't stand a chance in hell to beating Donald Trump in in the nomination, and just like Vivek said, you know I, everybody made it clear. That there's no chance I'm going to make this, so right. I'm going to go ahead and quit spending money and go home and, and you know the and put my support behind Donald Trump. The interesting thing is, is I truly believed that DeSantis was going to throw his support behind Haley. I really did. That's the part that does surprise me: the fact that he's he comes out and supports Trump, which is awesome. It, it is awesome. Hopefully, his followers will say, "Well, if Ron says." No, I, I'm with you. Unfortunately, I, I, I know I you're not. You know, so. You're shaking your head, but I, I'm hoping that we'll get a percentage of I, yeah. Of his supporters, they will say, well, if Ron supports him, then we should support him. And I'm hoping he comes out and says, or maybe in that video he says, look, we need to make a united front like Vivek said. Yes. Because that's what the Democrats have been doing for ever. Look, we're not, well, I'll speak for myself. I am not the biggest Trump fan, but I see the writing on the wall as well. Yeah. Under we, Trump, we've seen we the writing on the wall since we started doing yeah. this show. So under Trump, we were doing well. I could buy groceries at a reasonable time rate. I could fill up my car. I at could, a reasonable yeah, price. I could get gas at a reasonable price. I could do so much better under Trump. Again, not a lot not, of money in the bank account. I was a huge Vivek guy. I was too. Um, you I know, don't know so, if you guys realize that or yeah. noticed that. <laughs> we, you know, <laughs> did I trust him completely? Hell no, I didn't breath of fresh air but he was definitely perfect i like the way you said that <laughs> a breath of fresh air because he was saying the things that we think yeah and he was willing to put his neck out there and say we've got to make drastic changes my favorite was like look how corrupt all these other people are right <laughs> he wasn't lying so you get vivek who drops out after iowa you get ron who i thought would drop out after new hampshire Obviously, he drops out before. <clears throat> he supports Trump. He puts all of his, his support behind Trump. Shocking. I thought it would be Haley for sure. Because they seem to be having yeah. a, a... Well, there was rumors those two would yeah. team up. And I thought they would team up for sure. They didn't. Interesting. How will this play out with Nikki now? She'll finish this New Hampshire. South Carolina's coming up in a few weeks. I don't believe she stays in. Yeah, we said this before the show. I don't think she could go to her home state and take a beating. No. Because the polls in South Carolina are far yeah, for Donald she's, Trump. She's losing Donald Trump, losing to Donald Trump. Last poll I saw was earlier in the week. Um, I think it was like 28 or 30%. Yeah. Behind Trump. Yeah. And I don't think you can go into your home state and feel comfortable losing by that kind of number. So... 
And if your home state says you're a piece of shit, then you're probably right? a piece of you shit. Right, you know, <laughs> if, if they don't like you, why would we? Right. Um, that'd be kind of like Polis running for something and the state not supporting Yeah, him. I was going to say, if Polis was running for president and he comes to Colorado, and because you know, that's Super Tuesday's coming up, um, and he doesn't win Colorado. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I don't think people would want him. Now let's face it, Polis, if you can't win your own state, Polis would win this state because the Democrats oh, yeah, in the no. state love the guy. Yeah, um, but we lose we lose Ron DeSantis, and, and you know, way back when we first started this show, before these you know all these announcements, I, I really wanted DeSantis to be the guy. Oh yeah, I did. This but, is where doing your research. Some of the stuff that he had done in Florida were awesome, beautiful. And I thought, and I still think, he has the ability to do it. Where I got turned off by Ron DeSantis is he had no ability to control his campaign staff. It was very lackluster, yes. for sure. Um, and if he can't control his campaign staff, how is he going to control a White House staff? I Okay. The way I looked at it, his, his announcement and then some of the other stuff that's been going on through his campaign, I looked at him as like a rock star. Absolutely. And, and then when he came out and, and, and announced, it was so flat. Oh, the technical difficulties. You know, if he was a rock star, I don't know. I don't want to go to your show. Yeah. You're kind of. Uh... <laughs> he, he, he comes out on X and announces on X. So there were technical difficulties and they had to restart it. Secondly, there was nobody there. Like it was just him and, and campaign staff in front of a camera. Yeah. Horrible idea. Right. If you're going to run for president, you've got. I hate to I'll give credit where it's due. Obama. Oh, yeah. Knew what he was doing oh, when yeah. he announced for president. Trump yeah. knew what he was doing when he announced he was going to run for president. DeSantis needed that kind of energy. Exactly and what he my never point brought is, yeah. it. Never brought it. Oh, yeah. You know, he had. He, he was very lackluster and it's been lackluster the whole time. Yeah. And his 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 supporters. Now, he, he gained a little bit of support, more support from me on, I think it was the second debate. Yes. Where he came out a little harsher and, and more of the DeSantis I wanted to. In the first place. Right. And the problem is, I think that, again, he he didn't. He didn't show me that he could. Control a staff. Yeah. Um, And that's a hard thing to do because you have so many personalities, but you've got to be the one running the show. It does fall on you at 100 percent. You are the face of the whole fucking thing. And he didn't. And it was too bad. So then when the announcements come out, you know, Vivek came out and I was very skeptical. I kept listening. I kept listening. And, you know, it's funny because we tried to get Vivek on the show. We did. Um, I have messages that Vivek and I chatted back and forth. His staff didn't allow him to come on the show or whatever the case might be. I don't want to speculate too bad, but he wanted to come to the show to to, to talk to us and, and our listeners and. Um, I wanted to ask some tough questions. I still have questions about his pharmaceutical days. Right. In the beginning of the pandemic, I, you know, people bitch all the time about beginning of the pandemic. People were were supportive of this and supportive of that. Well, we didn't know what was happening. We, yeah. But if you y'all, were able y'all to. Y'all forget real quick on what, what, what was going on right. at the time. You know, if if it seemed pretty scary, it was, Yeah. you know, and if if people were able to make changes as the as the information came out, I, I'm, I want to give them that opportunity. But I have some I had some questions about how his initial responses were. But 
So the and thing, being a pharmaceutical guy, you think you would think he was hundred percent behind the vaccines, and, exactly, and the mass mandates and and this and that. But then he he realized later on. I I've seen a couple clips where he he was fully supportive and he was thought that the the vaccines were a great idea until he started realizing mm-hmm. what was going on. And then a lot of people will say, well, he got mad because he didn't get the funding like Pfizer or Moderna or J&J got for his pharmaceutical company. And that's true. Maybe that's part of the reason why he changed his attitude. But maybe he also saw what was going on. You know, there's there's two things can be true, you know. You know, there was one of the things I wanted to ask about um, if we could have got him on, which we weren't, you know, so it's it's fun to play the, the what ifs, but... <clears throat> There were two different times where he used large portions of some of Obama's speeches. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I wanted to know what his thought process on that was. Yeah. Were, um, you, were you purposely trying to steal those lines? Yeah, or did just you to... just <laughs> read them and then realize that you didn't paraphrase them the way you would hope to? Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, you know, you, we we moved into that vague camp um, I knew it was a, a tough road to hoe, but here's the thing that I we admire. both realized that he had a slim to none oh, chance yeah. of being the president. We just hoped he'd make a, and he did. He made a big splash, huge splash. One of the things that I admire the most about Vivek is that when he campaigned, he didn't just talk to farmers, he didn't just talk to business owners, he didn't just talk to residents. I loved the fact that he did so many college appearances yeah um he really got to the gen z years and said listen this is where your country sits well, he's, right a, now. he's a millennial so he is he's got a really close bid to those gen z years and here's the thing that i think we as as a populace have to be cautious of and and be mindful of trump only gets if he wins four years yeah because he's done who is set to follow in trump's footsteps to take over right now, nobody. Nobody. But Vivek sure made a, an impact. He did. So does Vivek <laughs> get the chance in 28? I hope he does. To prove himself and listen. He That's said, why I believe that, and I said it on Friday's show or last week, is that he he needs that experience of VP or a high cabinet, cabinet yeah. position to run on 28 right. in 28. Because if he has that experience, the 28s can be pretty easy for him he understands how it works now yeah and i think you're right does he get vp as much as i'd hope so i doubt it no not with the rumors saying that trump is looking for a woman to be yeah um so if if he doesn't get vp and look he said i don't want anything else i'm running for president well they have to yeah. you don't want to go to the super bowl <laughs> yeah i'm just looking for second place and say, i'm just looking for second place <laughs> maybe i get a trip to disney who knows <laughs> Um, the second know, place just, doesn't get a trip to Disney. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not, you know, that's not how it works. Now that he's he's actively supporting Trump, he's campaigning with Trump. He's campaigning yep. for Trump. Yep. He gets a cabinet position. We don't know what it'll be. Press secretary. I well, press secretary <laughs> would be good, but the problem with that is, typically the press secretary's last about two years. I know. So well, he, hope, in those two years, he would right. really shut the hell up. Oh yeah, <laughs> he he would do as good as Kaylee McInerney. Yeah, um, anything's better than Corrine Jean Pierre or or Sarah Huckabee. I'm sorry, but she was pretty brutal. She was amazing. <laughs> Kaylee McInerney was, but great. made it easy to hate her. You know, <laughs> I liked, I liked, um, 
I like Sarah Huckabee. She just, no fucks to give. None. You know, and, and Kaylee McInerney came in and did the same thing. What I'd like to see for Vivek, and this is a tough one too, is chief of staff is typically a short term. It is also, But I yeah. think chief of staff would be good to get him in there and understand the workings. And then move him. Move him somewhere else. Yeah. You know, to another position so he has, has could, more. Could just, just, uh, just for a second. Picture him as a press secretary because you've Jesus. seen him on on the on the campaign trail handle reporters and you know he's seen him on Fox News and others right where he's just handled I saw him on the View and he handled the shit out of them just as well as Cruz did Ted Cruz and and now when I say handled they were still cackling hands well of course but you didn't hear much actually when he was on Whoopi Goldberg walked off. That's right. That's right. See, I didn't get to see that episode, but I really wish I had. Because anytime Whoopi Goldberg goes away, it's a good day. Anytime. She just needs to go away. Yes, she does. You know, and I keep hoping that one day. Because that is just... the most racist bitch out there right now. I mean, oh, my God. She's up there with Al Sharpton. You know? And you know what's sad is I loved Whoopi's I, You know, comedy. I'm with you. I, I watched uh, um, one of her show, her one of her movies, um, one where she was the burglar and she... I forgot the name of this fucking movie. But I know anyway, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but yeah, she was, in, and that was funny as hell. She's an amazing actress. She's a great comedian. Yeah. What? Well, 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 she was. Yeah. Now she's just woke. She's just woke as she's, hell. Imagine Vivek as the press secretary. <laughs> it's funny that you brought this up. We talked about this the other day on the phone. Vivek would say something like, please test your assumption and then take note of the results. <laughs> that's what he'd say. I, I like the way that's a, that's a great way of saying fuck around and find out. That's how we do it, you know. <laughs> Test your assumption and then take note of the results. And he'd make people feel good about fucking themselves. There's another good shirt for us. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And then on the back have Fafo. Fafo. <laughs> it's just the way to do it. You know what I mean? I, look, Vivek. You know, it is what it is. But we now have Ron DeSantis out of the race. Wow, that's crazy. Um, it, I'm still not sure how to feel about it. I thought for sure it'd be Wednesday. I just... Oh, well, yeah. And then since this is going to be Monday's show, I mean, it's yeah. fitting. It, it is. is. <laughs> so we know DeSantis isn't going to be in the running, so it's Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley and, and Trump. And, and Trump. And the last poll I saw in New Hampshire, Trump was still winning it. Now she's putting in some... Heat. She has she has put a lot of money into it. So I read somewhere that for Iowa, the amount of money she spent per vote that she got in the caucus was somewhere like one point six or one point seven million dollars per vote that she got. Wow. That's a lot of fucking money. Trump spent about three hundred and change thousand per vote. I gotta tell you. He got more bang for his buck, that's for sure. No shit. <laughs> if some candidate came to me and said, and I know they can't, I'm going to write you a check for $350,000, vote for me. I'm really like, I. <laughs> you know what I can get with that? <laughs> right. If Nikki Haley came to me and said, I'll give you $1.635 million nope. to vote for you, I'd be like, I'll take his 300 thanks. Yeah, no, I'm with yeah. you on that. I get what you're you're saying without yeah. breaking the law. Right. Um. She's just so well, communist in some of her thinking, some of her policies that she wants to put in effect. In, when in effect. she said early on that she was inspired by Hillary Clinton, 
There's that's enough said. <laughs> okay, next. Look, well, you know, it, when I heard her talk about the stuff that she wants to do with the social medias, I oh was out. God. I was out because she doesn't want you to be anonymous on the social. Talk medias. about hypocritical, though. Yeah, she. So for those who may not know, Nikki Haley wants no social media platform. To let me rephrase this: she wants every single person on a social media platform to have their. All their stuff. All their name and contact information, not contact information, but their real name, mm-hmm. which, look, I, I have some of that, but when it comes to this show, right, our names aren't on that. No. Um, yeah, my real name's not Bear. Right. <laughs> Liar, it is. Um, polar Bear. Um, bipolar Bear. Bipolar oh, just Bear. Kidding. That's really um, good. I like that. I, I just came out of nowhere. Um, but Nikki... <laughs> would be fucked on her own because Nikki is her middle name. Right. That's not her full name. Her first name is Nimarada. Nimarada? <laughs> I don't know if that's the truth. <laughs> it's like Nicarada or Nimarada. It, it's, she has an Indian first name. She chose to use her middle name because it was more whiteified, if you will. And she's a hypocrite. Oh, yeah. And she wants to send, look, I'm going to be hyperbolic here a little bit. She wants to send our children to fight in wars that have nothing to do with us. With the United States, yeah. That, and she screws around on her husband, who's deployed half the time. No. Well, but I digress. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, she did. Uh, matter of fact, the guy who came out, two, two different gentlemen have come out now and said that they've had flings with her. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. Yeah. It's gross. And she, she does this thing when she talks that her teeth don't open. So they're just always like, oh, my God. I, just, I hate when people Open do that, your yeah. mouth. Yeah. Open your mouth. Because <laughs> you're, you're acting like a... a, a... <laughs> Sorry. That is a really nice knife. It is a nice knife. Where'd you get it? I... <laughs> so I don't know if y'all can hear this. It's a, uh, it's a spring-loaded out-the-front knife. It's from Ravencrest Tactical kick-ass knife it is so in the state of colorado it wasn't until 2018 um they were illegal before out that. the front knives spring-loaded knives switchblade whatever yeah. you want to call it they were illegal until july of 2018 in march of 2018 a buddy of mine from uh, louisiana sent me a link he knew i liked knives Sends me a link to the Ravencrest Tactical, and he uh, he says, check these out. And of course, I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Well, I knew this law was coming to, to end, yeah. and they weren't going to, to re-up it. <clears throat> so I get on this site, and I'm drooling. It's an American company. Everything's made here in the United States in their, in their, uh, their warehouse in okay. uh, uh, Arizona. And... Um, I get to looking at it, and of course, that you know all the legalese. If if these aren't legal in your state, let me see it. This one here, you go. If they're if these aren't legal in your state, and you place the order, we we won't send it. So I thought, well, you know, here's what I'm going to do. Now you can buy just their regular old knives. Well, wow, it's built well too. Oh, I'm telling you, it's sturdy as hell. Yeah, um, it's really nice. I like the ease of use. I'm telling you, the blades. One of the videos on their website. Shows them stabbing the hood of a car with this knife oh, and wow. then going in and cutting. 
but anyway, I, I ordered the knife and I, in the notes, I said, listen, this law is going to come to, it's going to sunset in June, July. Um, I'm going to pay for this knife now. Now, again, as I was saying before, you can order specific knives just as they sit, but you can also customize a knife. Oh, you can? So you can get different colors, different blade styles, all sorts of cool stuff. And they don't just have out the front. They've got fixed blades. They've got folding blades. They've got it all. Um, the well, coolest, I didn't know they had folding. Did, yeah. I thought they all they did was out the No, they've front. got they've got all sorts. The coolest part, I mean, obviously, American-made. That's awesome. That's number one for yeah. me. Um, I think the quality stands up. To, to nothing. Yeah, that is pretty pretty brutal. Oh, it, it's, it's sturdy. A, it's a hefty knife. It's yeah. very sturdy. You know that one that you had was a lighter weight one. They've I've got a couple of these knives, and uh, some of them are heavier, a lot heavier. Um, but you know, you're talking about. I hate to sound corny, but it's quality. It, very it, much it, so. And like, you you can get features on these knives if you make them. You can get uh, like a pocket clip, like that one's got. Yeah. They all come with glass breakers, a pommel. And you can fully customize these knives. Oh, wow. Here's the coolest part. Lifetime guarantee. Oh, no, that is nice. Lifetime guarantee. So, for instance, it, let's say I, I break the tip off. I can send the knife in, 12 bucks or whatever to ship it. They'll replace the blade. And while they have it, they'll go in and do a complete tune-up of everything. So the one that you just showed me is a polymer kind of feel to it. Yeah, this one is more of a... You, I, I see the, the, the metal one that you have over there that has the great, yeah, so they've got, great again. <laughs> yeah. So this one's an interesting one. Uh, I was sitting at work uh-huh. um, in a meeting, and I get this text message because I signed up for their text message alerts. And it's uh, I'm sitting in the office in a meeting on January 6th, 2021. One year after the insert. I can't even say it. Yeah. It's bullshit. The, the Gen 6 bullshit. Yeah. And it says, uh, limited time, limited quantity, make America great again, red handled, super cool knife, hundred bucks. Well, you almost have to. I did. I, I that's sent a beautiful blade. I sent too. a picture to my wife and I said, sorry, that's all I said. <laughs> and I ordered it while I was sitting in that meeting. This one's not sharp anymore, I guess. Here's the other cool part. Send it to them. They'll sharpen it up for oh, you. Oh, really? Nice. And... When they sharpen it, they'll go ahead and open it up, do a complete do maintenance up. on it. If it needs new springs, they'll put new springs in. And if like their your paint chips off of your handles, they'll they'll awesome fix it all up. So no. It's like Craftsman back in the day. When, exactly. You know, yeah, I was just thinking that. Where if you chipped your stainless steel wrench, you send it to them, and they would send you a new one. Yeah. Or, or fix know, it. That's the best part. Now, that is awesome. The knives are made out of, somewhere in here I can see it, 6160 aluminum handles, stainless steel blades with uh, 440C and D2 stainless steel blades. The handles are aluminum, Cerakote-coated. I mean, look, I've had one, I have one that I've had that I ordered back in 2018. Never had an issue. Not one. Not one. Um, Because that's the one I see you use in open packages all the time. All the time. And that's the one that I, you know, this one, this this one that we've been doinking around with here, that black one, wherever it went. Somewhere around over on the other side. That's my favorite one, just it's because it's so lightweight. Light, yeah, I, that's that's the one I would go with. But that other one that I've had since 18. So I don't that, want to pull down my pants. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's incredible. Why are we talking about Ravencrest Tactical? Why we, are we? We finally <laughs> made it. 
We finally have an affiliate. We have a, a an official sponsor, um, and we want you to be part of it. Um, so somewhere in here, I have a, a, a link that I can send you to. Uh, if I can figure out how to open it. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Karen might have to help me because it changed. It, it says to visit at ravencrestactical.com. Yeah, but there's a link that you can. So I, this I, way they can tell. Oh, you've got it. Yeah. Okay. And I'll send it to Karen to put it on the. I website. sent her that site, but I can't tell what the. Um, there's there's yeah, yeah, extra I, links to tell them that it's part of us. But okay. uh, actually, I think I can look it up. <laughs> we have a. Yeah. Oh, yep. There it is. So if you want to purchase or even just take a look, look, you don't have to buy it, but take a look, go to Ravencrest tactical, all one word, dot com forward slash R E F forward slash six, two, eight. Again, that's Ravencrest tactical, all one word, dot com forward slash R E F forward slash six two eight we're going to put those uh links up on all of our socials we're also going to put it up on our website go in there take a look and uh if you purchase something make sure in the little notes you tell them that you you heard about it on the unrefined guys we're working with ravencrest tactical now we will be um soon offering some special Coupon codes. Okay. I was going to ask um, that question. Yeah, we're going to have coupon codes. We're going to have um, all sorts of stuff. Okay. So stay tuned. We have a great sponsor now. It's awesome to have. Uh, and and, and if you go through and you use you know, us as a, then we get a little taste. But Yeah, know. we get a little taste, but <laughs> it's not even about that. If you don't want us to get a taste, that's cool. Yeah. I think these guys are so awesome. And this company, I've, I've spent a lot of money with this company. Yeah. Um, well, you just showed me too. Yeah, and <laughs> so. I, I love them. They are they are a little pricey, not too bad, but the quality. I was going to say the quality that, of that knife it's, is worth the money. Yeah, it's by far uh, an amazing amazing product. Lifetime guarantee. Lifetime guarantee. You can't beat yeah. that. So, yeah, we went along things with that, but oh, just you know, our first sponsor is kind of cool. <laughs> Want to talk about it? Want to have some fun with it? We had a hell of a show. Whoa. Wrong one, man. Come on. I'm telling you. <laughs> I needed to go to sleep. I didn't sleep much last night. Like I said, you might pass out halfway through the show. Uh, I did okay so far. So far. Yeah. So the New Hampshire primary is coming up on Tuesday. Obviously, there's really no uh, nobody to talk about there except Trump. Um, DeSantis has dropped out. So. Breaking news. You heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, thanks to Mary for yeah, getting thanks, that Mary. to us right away. And so we'll get that dumped out here. I'm going to need to drink some water. Yeah, we're going to need to take a break. Maybe maybe a, a lozenge. Okay. I'll have me a lozenge. I've got some lunch ready for you, too. <laughs> Excellent. Until next time, <laughs> I'm Tommy. I'm Bear. And we have producer Karen in the house. <laughs> Midweek Tug coming up on Wednesday. Don't forget.